Hello, welcome to another episode of Doc Kennedy Live. I, of course, am your lovely host, Doc Kennedy. Please, 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 please like, subscribe, share this episode because this will not grow without your help. This is a joint effort, and I do not mean joint as in marijuana. I mean joint as together. Together, you and I, we can make this show grow, and hopefully that will lead to something spectacular. I want to be mounting the stages of the United States in a good way. That's it. So, Please like, subscribe, share this episode. means a ton to me. And uh, we're just going to jump into uh, whatever we're going to talk about today. There's plenty to choose from. (laughs) I like this headline, though. From the New York Post, Alec Baldwin's family cat goes missing. (laughs) I'm sure that's exactly what Alexander Hamilton had in mind when he started the New York Post. I'll read this real quick. The Baldwin's family cat has gone missing. Less than two weeks after Alec Baldwin accidentally shot dead cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of his movie Rust. We can't find our cat Emilio, Hilaria Baldwin, relieved, revealed on Instagram Tuesday morning. (laughs) The cat's probably relieving itself somewhere right now. Alongside a picture of the brown and black Bengal hanging out with one of their six kids. If anyone sees him, please help him get home. We are all so upset. He's microchipped, but no collar. <laughs> Emilio was photographed in his carrier on October 22nd, getting whisked away from the family's Greenwich Village home one day after the tragic onset shooting. But it's unclear when or exactly how the kitty went missing and from where. The Baldwin's family has been holed up in Manchester, Vermont since the death, which has devastated Alec, 63, and left Hilaria, 37, concerned for his mental well-being. Oh, my gosh. He just killed somebody. And they're painting this thing as, as if he's the victim. I grew up around guns. And... I, it wasn't like we were just toting them around, shooting at whatever, you know, even though it was in Montana, that might be the stereotype, but it wasn't like that at all. We were actually taught as kids how to carefully handle firearms, how to safely use them. It wasn't anything like the wild, wild west. It was very much a uh, take care of what you have because it is a deadly weapon and you with your finger on the trigger are ultimately responsible. He made the choice to point the gun and pull the trigger, and the results are what they sadly, sadly are. Bengal kittens, which are created by breeding Asian leopards and domestic cats, can cost as much as $3,000 and are known for their exotic looks, loving personalities, and high needs for stimulation and play. How... How would they know that this cat has a loving personality? It's Alec Baldwin's cat. Anyway, Alec has yet to comment on the missing cat. (laughs) I think he's got bigger issues going on than a missing cat. Well done, New York Post. Hey, we have breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. 
Human Events Daily has obtained never-before-seen FBI footage of the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting. I watched the footage. I'm not going to play it here because it wouldn't really make much sense. Go watch it for yourself. I'll retweet it. Uh, my Twitter. I'm kind of all over the place on Twitter. I really don't like Twitter, so I just kind of say whatever I think. Uh, hopefully, you won't judge me too harshly. <laughs> I find it to be a cesspool and I just jumped in. So <laughs> that's kind of how I treat it. Anyway, this footage makes it clear because we see Kyle Rittenhouse going down the street asking people if they needed medical aid. He was trying to help people. And one of the guys that ended up getting shot chased him down. And uh, it's a very sad state of affairs, but it is what it is. And so the footage proves that Kyle was not trying to go after people. He was not there as a vigilante, as uh, these jerk face, quote unquote, reporters are trying to tab him as was not trying to kill people. You know, if he was trying to kill people, he'd been spraying bullets all over the place. Obviously, he was not doing that. So we'll see what happens with this, but this is major. This is a major piece of evidence, and it definitely helps the defense. Man, alive. Imagine if the footage that we have wasn't available. You have a young man who is obviously only guilty of self-defense. Without that footage, we would be at the behest of fake news. And they'd just be saying, oh, well, he was a vigilante, and that'd be that. And he'd be looking at maybe life in prison, and which would be a total lie. So I am uh, running down the opinionated trail that I have, but I can do that because I'm backing that up with the facts that is the footage. You know, I don't like getting ultra serious, but sometimes life is serious. Sometimes there's serious stuff. I like doing fun stuff. Comedian Gabe Kaplan, and you probably know him best from... Uh, welcome home. Well, welcome home. Welcome back, Cotter, which of course was John Travolta's uh, breakout role. And uh, anyway, Gabe Cotter, oh, Gabe Cotter, <laughs> Gabe Kaplan. And this is a little bit dark, I guess, but it is funny. Anyway, so Gabe Kaplan was recently on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast. And Gabe Kaplan has been open with the fact that he worked with Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby is the man who shot and killed Lee Harvey Oswald, who is the man, Lee Harvey Oswald, who shot and killed JFK. Gabe Kaplan was a stand-up comic. He's just trying to make his way. I mean, this is in the early days, like what we were talking about with Mart Saul, these guys who were blazing a trail of making stand-up comedy a thing. And they would go where they could. Jack Ruby owned his strip club and they would let him have stage time there. Uh, not as a stripper, but as a comic. <laughs> he does his set and he comes to get paid. And Jack Ruby, who is known to work with the mob, he gets upset with Gabe Kaplan because Gabe Kaplan during his set said the word tits. Now, my wife doesn't like that word, and so I guess she and Jack Ruby have that in common. <laughs> he, 
He, he, he wouldn't let Gabe work for him again because he said that word. The man who shot and killed Lee Harvey Oswald, the man who owned and run a strip club, had a problem with the word tits. I find that hilarious. <laughs> oh, people, people are so funny. So yesterday we talked about Colin Kaepernick and this documentary he has coming out where apparently he's actually slamming his parents, his white parents who adopted him as a biracial son, you know, raised him. I mean, he got raised in a home that most kids would dream of, you know, it's just insane. But thank you, Babylon B, for once again hitting the nail on the head, which I'm sure Colin would find offensive somehow. Kaepernick starts Underground Railroad to help other NFL stars escape to freedom. <laughs> Highly successful NFL quarterback and social justice hero Colin Kaepernick has announced the creation of a new Underground Railroad to help NFL millionaires escape the oppressive slavery of playing football in the NFL. The NFL is just like slavery, said Kaepernick to a group of NFL recruiters who had just rejected his latest bid to play in the NFL again. Yes, I know that young men everywhere dream of being in the NFL, work their whole lives to achieve that goal, and get paid millions once they achieve it, but there is a lot of running and jumping and throwing, which is really hard, and that's the exact same thing as what the slaves had to do. <laughs> Kaepernick is already sneaking into NFL practices across the country and beckoning NFL players to leave the game forever and taste freedom for the first time as factory worker, accountants, or professional social justice grifters. <laughs> Come follow me, he cried out to Tom Brady and his team at a Tampa Bay practice. I know you think you're happy and wealthy and doing something you love, but that's false consciousness. You're actually slaves. Come be sad and angry with me. Kaepernick was later rushed to the hospital with a broken nose as Tom Brady beamed him with a, in the face with a football from 150 yards away. <laughs> uh, well done, Babylon B. Uh, they, they have some great writers there. Yeah, the whole thing is just stupid. And, uh, you know, hopefully people will be able to see through uh, the insanity. I know some people won't, but that's the way it is. So last night, Tucker Carlson released the first in a three-part series talking about January 6th. And this is hilarious. This is a compilement of sound clips from CNN, MSNBC, and other sites where people who had not yet seen and probably will not watch Tucker's special are commenting on what they think it is. Tucker Carlson has created a terrorist recruitment video. Fox TV branching into fantasy programming. A new series from Tucker Carlson traffics in conspiracy theories surrounding the insurrection on January 6th. Tucker Carlson attempting to rewrite history around the January 6th insurrection. Tucker Carlson makes a tribute video to the terrorists. Tucker Carlson is hitting a new low, completely rewriting the history of the Capitol insurrection in a way that defies belief. Tuckums previewed a documentary that goes beyond the usual Daughters of the Confederacy rewrite of the January 6th insurrection to shameless lying and conspiracy mongering. Tucker Carlson is leaning way in 
to disinformation regarding January 6th. And it's kind of terrifying because what he's putting out there is just going to lead to more violence. It might be Tucker Carlson's most dangerous moment yet. Fox News' right wing host is taking his assault on democracy to terrifying new heights in a brand new series promising to tell the truth, he says, about January 6th. It actually appears to be nothing but a war on the truth. It's filled with lies about what led to the riot and the prosecution of the rioters, and even includes a blatantly false assertion that the Capitol riot was a, quote, false flag operation. False flag. Anytime you don't like what your people did, you claim there was a false flag. Tucker is peddling some deeply dangerous propaganda that the insurrection was actually a false flag operation. What uh, Carlson is doing is unforgivable and and, and really just uh, horrible. I, w- I want to say criminal, but technically that's not true, uh, although maybe it should be. Tucker Carlson is inciting violence. Isn't this just an incitement to another January 6th? Is that what Tucker Carlson wants? What Tucker Carlson is doing is going against the American people. The Murdoch family, which controls Fox, is cashing in as American democracy is being set ablaze. Why does Rupert Murdoch want to destroy America? The Murdochs and Tucker Carlson, their primetime pyromaniac, appear to be hellbent on dragging this country into a civil war. Jefferson Davis would be proud. <laughs> I applaud Jim Acosta there on trying to insert a little bit of history. But of course, if he knew the actual facts he might i don't know but of course jefferson davis was a democrat (laughs) look most people are willing to look at facts before they spout off on what their opinions are on something i could give my opinion on a movie i've never seen but that wouldn't be fair and it would be loaded with misinformation because i have no clue what i'm talking about (laughs) i would be discrediting the work that someone put in and maybe they have facts that these people haven't looked at or maybe tucker has facts that they don't want out and maybe that's why they're trying to label him as a terrorist which is exactly what one of those freaks said because these people do not want you to watch something they don't want you to have this information that's the exact reason you should want this information. Go check out Tucker special. I don't know when I'm going to get to it. I'll watch it at some point though, because I want to know what they know. I don't think it's too hard to figure out that there are people that don't want certain information out these days. So you have to do your own dirty work. And there's also a reason that Tucker hasn't been able to just put this on the air. It's because, you know, things have to be done a certain way these days, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. And uh, you have to do your own research. So go watch that special, learn for yourself what is said there, and then you can, you know, make up your own mind. I said that calling this an insurrection is wrong. You know, Don Lemon said that there and plenty of other people have said that. The reason that I say that's wrong is because nobody has been charged with insurrection. So until they are, you really can't actually call it an insurrection, but that's what they want this thing to be. They want it to be pegged as an attempt to overthrow the government, which is exactly what the fake Biden administration is doing. This is all the left does. They, they take exactly what they're doing and they try to reflect it as being on the other side. 
something known as Gaslighting, which, by the way, is a very good movie. It's an older film. You should watch it. Now, as myself, as a stand-up comic, as someone who loves free speech, I have a major problem with cancel culture and censorship. Now, I find this just <laughs> just crazy, <laughs> but not surprising at the same time. The title of this video, it's a TikTok video. The title is Cancel Culture Boat Names. And listen to this fella at this boat dock. So in a marina, that's where all the ships and motorboats, they dock. And all boats have names. Like that's the all-in and a little bit further is the mystic. Uh, you may not be able to see all the names great, but Bella Vital and that's the Julia. Right down the way, there's an actual stand. And these people have set up. They're literally set up because they walked around the entire marina and they wrote down all the names that they're offended by. And now they're trying to get the boats renamed. They went to the harbor master and they're going to go ahead and pitch this at the city council in two weeks. They're going to have a list of signatures of people who actually agree with them. They're boats. Leave them alone. <laughs> Desperation. I, I don't know what these people are thinking. I, I guess in their mind, they think that they're doing something that's, that's epic. That's great. But uh, I'll tell you what, that's uh, not the best use of time. I would imagine. <laughs> you know? God bless them. Oh, those poor folks. Anyway, and with that, let's just call that an episode. Head on over to DocKennedyLive.com. There we will find links to everything. And uh, if you want, if you're on TikTok, I have two channels. I have one channel called The Doc Kennedy, which is all of my social links are The Doc Kennedy. And then I have another channel called, uh, now I have to think, Doc's Fun Facts. That's it. Doc's Fun Facts on TikTok. That channel has over 18,000 followers, but it got shut down uh, for the most part because uh, TikTok didn't like that I called out Fauci. <laughs> so uh, that, there's a uh, rule of thumb for you. If you're on TikTok, don't call out Fauci and, uh, you know, hopefully don't have a video that ends up with 1.4 million views calling out Fauci. It wasn't even me. It was Rand Paul. So, you know, I just shared the information and I thought it was hilarious, <laughs> but they, uh, they pretty much just shut me down on that channel, which is sad. We were growing very well there. And so now there's the other channel, the doc Kennedy, and I'm trying not to get overly political on that one. You know, I don't want to get it shut down but it's not growing at the rate that the other one was because it's not the information people want. You know, people want, um, certain stuff and, um, I'm trying to keep it a little bit more tame, but we'll get there. It's just a bummer, but whatever it is, what it is <laughs> again, head on over to doccandylive.com. Share this episode, please. If you've lasted this long, thank you and share this episode and like, subscribe, all the above. Pretty soon, uh, this will be up on iTunes. It's not there yet, but it will be soon. 
And uh, yeah, have a super, super day. Today is a great day. As the good book says, today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it, no matter what. That means no matter what. It is a good day. Thank you.